Shannon, you and the, you know, leopard's really in right now. I know. It's right? really hot. I just bought some leopard pumps at, um. I saw you in your Target. Wind. I got those at. Stop it right yes, now. Yes. I, I got those place. at Target. My favorite shoes yeah, are from, and scoot boots, over a little bit. So favorite boots are from Target, but your yeah. wing thing, and you had them on with your wings, I didn't know, you? I, I, I know. That. I know. Yeah, I, I took this that. picture in, I've been, you know, you see those pictures on Instagram where they, they have the wings as the background, and I saw them when I was in Chicago, and I'm like, I have to take a picture in front of the wing. That's the only thing. She's like, we gotta drive four hours. You're like, I don't care. I don't care if I have to walk ten miles in these pumps. Up, yeah. the freezing in the freezing it temperatures. Uh-huh. It was cold. It was cold. Oh, you're brave. All right, so we are talking about divorce today. You guys asked us to. Yeah, we you know, all these recent topics that we've been doing have been topics that, that you guys we, we sent out a survey. Yep. If you got our survey, please and you didn't respond, please go do that now. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, because we are paying attention. We are listening yeah. to your comments but we had um, although we will not be able to give feedback on like all the technological stuff yeah or scams like yeah, all, the, scams. all the latest scams and how to protect yourself <laughs> right. and could you tell me do a video and send it to me i have no idea right. i'm a scam waiting That's to happen right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, i can't a scam scam victim waiting yes, to happen yes no but someone had actually written in and said can Suzanne please talk about how she got through her divorce right and then someone else wanted us to talk about the best way to build self-esteem after, after a, divorce. a divorce wow okay so I think there's two different angles here you know you do all of it <laughs> well <laughs> two different angles here because tell about your divorce and then tell everything about the self-esteem thing <laughs> that's right and how, to get, how you got that you just look cute in the leopard print over there no um but you know getting through it was is it, when you're in it you don't realize how hard it is until you're on the back end of it yeah. you know and and I don't know that you even know there's an option there isn't an option. Because they said, you know, I was around Suzanne when she was going through her divorce and she made it look so effortless. And how did she do that? You know, a uh, lot of people say that kind of stuff to me about about a lot of things in my life. Right. And, you know, listen, I was on TV for 25 years. I am really good <laughs> at pretending like everything is perfect right. when it is not. It is yeah. one of my best or worst qualities depending on what you think about that mm-hmm. but everyone said even though if even leaving cbs 12 they said oh you made it look so easy it's not you know and no. divorce going through divorce is so hard and if you noticed when i was on the air i would wear glasses a lot and the reason i would wear glasses is because i would be crying my eyes out the night before and i didn't want the bags to show on camera and so i would wear glasses to hide my wow. my reading glasses to hide the That's fact that i am involved very clever yeah so i mean right. you so no it is not easy i'm not going to lie about it and if you've gotten to that point that you're ready to go through a divorce through or divorce. contemplating a divorce you know, I know that that is going, you, you know, and I know that it's going to be the hard, probably one of the hardest things that you ever, ever go do. through in your life. Absolutely. Especially if you I have, hope. Yeah. I especially hope if you have kids. Thing. Yeah. No doubt. And right. I think you have to know if you're one of those people that like wants to know time frames, like how long will it take me till my whatever is better <laughs> right. or how long until I stop feeling this how way? How long like, until I meet someone new? <laughs> 
right? Years. Years. It's, but here's the thing. My favorite expression in the world as a therapist. Frequency, duration, and intensity. So I could say to Suzanne, didn't you after a year cry less frequently? Yes. When you did cry, it was shorter. Mm-hmm. The duration was smaller. And the intensity wasn't a 10. It was a 5. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a 2. And then it was just a quiet like tear down your face when you heard your wedding song. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm ouch right so frequency duration and intensity but you need to know it's going to take time and it's going to get better and you're going to get through it Mm -hmm. but it is a process Mm -hmm. and I don't know what I'm learning now as a mom like I'm fine with my divorce I am remarried I'm happily ecstatically remarried Mm -hmm. um and you Suzanne will roll her eyes like that's really the truth like I'm so yeah she is her husband husband is the best right so jackpot however my children now are 18, soon to be, and 20, and I can still see the fallout yeah. of the divorce. And I can see it actually in some ways even clearer now than ever. And I got to tell you, it kind you of can see the impact it had on them. The impact, yes. because I, when they're little, like, they're like, yeah. pass me a McDonald's, you know, right. whatever. And so you're like, you you're think good. they're all good. Yeah, you're yeah. good. And they cry a little bit. Whatever. But now I can see the impact and it's like, it's a little bit staggering. Not that I could have done it any differently and I don't regret what I did, but this thing, divorce, packs a punch. So you do need to know that there's going to be an impact on your kids, there's gonna be an impact on you, it's gonna take a long time to get through it and it's a process. And the only way, in my opinion, to get through it mm-hmm. is right through the center. Yeah. Don't try to jump over it or around it or mm-hmm. you know go, go off to the side and distract. Mm-hmm. Feel it. I love that you cried every day when mm-hmm. you needed to cry every day because you sometimes in the divorce you need to cry every day and that's healthy. And if you stuff it and you drink it away or you eat it away or you you know go sleep with someone else it away, right. then you won't get through it. And you need to get through it so that you can have the freedom. Yeah. And I made a lot of mistakes. I mean, I did a lot of things wrong. You know, I did a lot of things wrong. And looking back, it was like, okay, that probably wasn't the smartest thing. Or that probably wasn't the smartest thing. But I will tell you the one thing that I did do right Mm -hmm. was that I did, that that we both did right. And this takes two people. Yes. Two very mature people. That we made a decision that we were not going to fight about stupid crap right? Um, because we were putting the kids first. The kids were the most important, important thing. thing. That's wonderful. And us realizing that no matter what happened, we were going to have to have a relationship probably for the rest of our lives. It's looking that yes, way. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, you can say, oh, when they're 18, but re- in reality, you... you it's harder. It gets right. harder as they get older. Yeah. I, I mean, did not, I didn't see that one coming. Really? <laughs> no, it gets harder. So, I yeah. mean, so you really, so if there's any advice I can give, it is to do everything in your power mm-hmm. to swallow your ego, mm-hmm. to swallow your pride, right. to not go in it thinking, I am, I'm right. I'm right. And I'm getting right. everything that, that he has or everything that she has. Right. Um, because at the end of the day, you want to be in, you want to have an okay relationship with 
the father or the mother of your children. Right. To the that was the ability. most important thing to both of us. Yeah. And is it always easy? Hell no. You know, oh, it's Jesus not man. easy. No. But if you can, and, and listen, I know there's a lot of extenuating circumstances, and I have a lot of friends that, you know, there's people on either, but it does take two people sure. to make that decision to say, we're putting the children first. Absolutely. And I think that the kids are better as a result. I kind of have my own um, scientific study in my own home in the sense that my husband has an ex-wife and two children. Mm -hmm. I have an ex-husband and two children. His ex-wife is remarried. My ex-husband is remarried. Mm -hmm. So we can kind of do a test case. And I know that my husband has always gotten away, gotten along very well with his mm -hmm. ex-wife. Oops, low battery. Oops, sorry. Okay, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. So, um, <laughs> so my husband's ex-wife and him are kind of are you know they've always stayed family. Mm -hmm. Like you know his family's so good to her family's so good to him, and they've mm -hmm. just stayed close. And they've always from the day I met them, they gave each other kisses on the cheek and hello and goodbye. And sometimes we'd even say I love you, and you know they they just stayed close. And it has been so much better for their children. Mm -hmm. I find that their children. You know, I feel like did better with this, and yeah. um, and they don't have to ever worry about like getting together or parties or awkwardness or whatever. Whereas I've struggled with my ex, and we've had more difficulty, mm -hmm. and that has definitely translated as far more pain for my children. children. So yeah. if you can get along, that's going to be the best for the children. And then a lot of people don't want want to look at this piece, but if you can get along with the ex, like my husband's ex wife. I adore, mm -hmm. truly adore. I call her sister. I write her, we write to each other, hey sister, mm -hmm. you know, like she's like family to me and I love her and I love her children and we're good to each other. And people sometimes are like, that's weird, that's crazy. No, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And I'll mm -hmm. tell you, she has, I, I think she always has my back and I always have her back. And the kids see that and they benefit from that mm -hmm. and that feels good to them. So I think that that's like, that's really, really helpful too. So yeah. if that can happen and you can be close and you can build relationships like that, please do that. Cause I know I, when I share that with like clients, I've had clients be like, that's so weird. I would never want to be friends with my husband's ex. Like I don't like, they're like against that, Yeah, you know? And I think at the end of the day, it's really a blessing. It's turned yes. out. It turned out to be a blessing well, to be able to be respect. friends on both sides. I mean, you just want to show respect. I mean, yeah, these are the people that are going to be in your kid's life, and you want to show respect to the people that are going to be in their life. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. And I think that's what it's all about. And that person is going to love your kids. I mean, even my ex-husband's wife loves my kids and I yeah. love that like like loving your kids like that's so important the, this is the person who your kids are going to be around so if mm -hmm. you can love them and they can love your kids this is going to be the best case scenario right for everybody yeah you know the other thing that someone had mentioned was um was to was how to build self-esteem after a divorce now now I think I think probably the person that maybe is asking this question was I think a lot of some people are blindsided in a yeah. divorce and yes. when you're blindsided or you had maybe no idea that this was coming or or that um you know the, the other person is doing the leaving i think that is harder for mm -hmm. self-esteem now i didn't really have any self-esteem mine was more just sadness and yeah, trying to navigate the 
the process and going through the agreement and getting the yeah. agreement how we wanted it and how, how do we split the children so that was more of my thing so I didn't really have a self-esteem issue but I can see I had friends that were blindsided that definitely had I mean they had very low self-esteem after their divorce right no I was you know? I was smirking as you were talking because I was like gonna be like I had a tad of self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> self, on your end. Mine was a little yeah. bit of a Mack truck driving straight through the center of my right. soul. Oh, so yeah, no. So yeah. that's so that's interesting because I think I think a lot of people, people do, do feel yeah. leveled, feel rejected, feel yes. unwanted, yes. and feel, especially oh, from the yeah. person that you trusted and loved the most, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or you know that that vowed to be with you and i think right. that's that's a hard thing absolutely so yeah so i think that the two things that come up one obviously you highlighted so well for everybody it's going to be a grieving process yeah. tremendous sadness more sadness than you can ever imagine even if you're done with them like yeah. sorry spoiler alert right tremendous sadness even when you're even if done you're with done. them yeah because you're now grieving the family you're now grieving Holidays, holidays, the kids' birthdays that used to be together. So yeah. there is a pile of grief. So I don't care if you're over them, mm-hmm. you still can't even imagine the sadness coming down the pike. And that's mm-hmm. what you experienced, even yeah. though you were clear you needed to go or that, right. you know, it was time right. to separate for the both of you. Now, for me, yes, I was hit by a definite Mack truck in the self-esteem department. But I think what has been so helpful, and I try to help my clients understand this, is like, when somebody doesn't love you anymore or when somebody's not attracted to you anymore or when somebody changes their mind About on you. wanting you that so often doesn't have a lot to do with you. you like there's so many moving pieces here and that's why i guess the answer like how do you get through a door get a therapist yeah. because what you will have to look at is to look at the parts of yourself that are true. Like even in my marriage, one of the things that I don't even think I've ever said this to my ex because we're not friendly like this, mm-hmm. but one of the things that he would say to me a lot in the marriage, and I completely wholeheartedly agree with him today, and my husband could agree with him um, when he first met me, is like, my ex used to be like, oh, are we gonna buy this house? Should we call your mom? Let's call your mom and see if she approves because I know you need her approval before we can buy this house. And he's right, I'm an only child of a single mom who had addiction issues and then got sober. We're ex- we were extremely enmeshed and like, you know, Helen Reddy, you and I against the world. And then I got married and it was still like, but like, mom. can I bring my mom? Because <laughs> yeah. we're together, but right. you can, I'll marry you, but right. it'll be the three of us. And so, you know, when I met Brian, I remember like, it was like the first holiday and I was like, okay, so we're going to my mom's and, and my husband was like, well, um, wait a minute. <laughs> He was like, um, I have family too. Yeah, he was like, um, don't you think we should discuss right. what we're doing, you and I and our four children, right. what is our family doing, what does right. our family want to do, and then we'll let your mom know yeah. and my mom know and like what we've decided in our family. Yeah. And I was like, yes, that. <laughs> Right. That is what is a missing piece. Like, right. I need to be with you. Right. I'm an adult. You're an adult. We pay bills. We make money. Like, right. I don't need my mommy. Right. And then I need to tell my mom, hey, here's what we'll be able to do this year. Yeah. And actually, no, we can't do that. We can't be there till nine. This is, I'm sorry, but we have to do this. And we have to do that. Right. And it was hard for my mom. It was a big adjustment because she yeah. was used to having just me. But that was something that was really, really 
important. So yeah. getting a therapist allows you to look at the parts that, you know what, maybe this was problematic for my ex or right. whatever. And you know what, I do want to heal this and work on this piece so that in my next relationship I can get healthy. And that's some of the pieces. Some of the other pieces is that when two people get married, they will marry the person who triggers the crap out of them, right? So you will marry the embodiment of your positive dad. and negative traits of your mom, mom. and your dad. <laughs> yeah. And then after the honeymoon and all the fluffy stuff is over, you're now left with the part of your mom or dad that you hate. Mm -hmm. And they're triggering you and you're triggering them. So when you go through a divorce, to be able to work with a therapist and go, yeah, you know what? I tended to be like this, like his mother who he really was angry at and had resentment towards for his whole life. So that trigger was too much for him. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of love. That doesn't mean that I'm never going to marry again because I'm a horrible person. That doesn't mean I need to be thrown by the wayside. But to understand that dynamic and say, mm -hmm. you know what? He needs to be with somebody who that doesn't get triggered for. I need to be with somebody who doesn't get triggered this piece. Mm -hmm. And people do move on and happily remarried without those issues but working on why we are drawn to people who trigger us and that yeah. we trigger so that we can have some healing in that department. Yeah. But people don't typically leave because you're bad. Yeah. They leave because they so, get triggered. You know, we do that a lot. I mean, we blame, you know, I, I was like, you know, it, yeah, it's I help. was perfect, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was all him, you know? But then when, you know, I went through therapy before I got divorced yeah. on my own. Right went through some therapy with him after we decided we were leave I was leaving that's but great. that's that, a great idea but you know at that point I, it was probably too late yeah and then I went through like two years of therapy after my divorce wow so I you know so therapy is you need to go to a therapist if you're going through a divorce because yeah. there is a lot of shit excuse my she said credit, it she said it that but that's you have the truth. to work through yeah. because like shannon says it's not all his fault mm -hmm. or not all her fault like you got to look at yourself yeah you know and that's yeah. something you want to look at because you don't want to jump back into another relationship and make the same mistakes well at the very least i love the person who comes in and says like i chose this person who cheated on me let's just say hypothetically right. i chose this person who cheated on me clearly He's a piece of crap. Right. He cheated on me. He violated the marital contract. And so I need to get rid of him. And so what I say to everybody, including myself, is why do you think you picked him? Yeah. Right? Because I picked whoever this person is. And yeah. they picked me. And the Imago theory, which I love and I always go back to, says we pick people to resolve our unresolved stuff. Right. And nine out of ten times, that person's going to say, you know, it's funny you say that. My dad cheated on my mom every week for my entire childhood. Oh wow, well, that's interesting. Right. Well, my mom cheated on my dad, so it's like okay. So let so what healing did you attract somebody who is capable of rewounding you so mm -hmm. that you can heal? Let's look at that piece mm -hmm. in you so we can heal so that the next person you choose may not act out in that way. Yeah, because you're the picker. Right, you picked with right. your little picker. Yeah. So there's always something to look at on our side of divorce. Yeah. So even the way the question in any worded, relationship, yeah, you know. But we, even the way it's worded, it's like, how do I feel? Like, how do I get my self esteem back? It's like, right. well, it's not that you were necessarily discarded. You triggered them. They triggered, triggered you. you. And yeah. it's not that you're just thrown away. But you know, there's stuff on both sides. But it doesn't mean that you're garbage right you're discarded like whoever's being divorced from right that doesn't mean you're the piece of oh i was just thrown away no there was there's issues there's triggers on both sides right you know? so i just really invite people to 
to look at that. It's not all about you being bad or wrong or broken or them. Yeah. You know what? It's so funny because, you know, I, I see it now, like when people, the moment they get separated or start going through a divorce, like, like it's on, like the, the dating is on, you know, (laughs) it's like, it's so funny because I, I, it's like, you know, you just see it. I mean, and listen, I did it myself. Like I, you know, you, you, you do that. Men are in bars and they're like, (laughs) and you just, you're going through a divorce. Right. Ah, Ah. question for you is it's hard to recognize that when you're in it but like what is like what is like a good amount of time and I know that you're you're gonna say there is you know what I'm gonna say I know what you're gonna say you're gonna say there is no right amount of time (laughs) yeah yeah and and, and what what is like wait wait, how do you know when you're healthy again I guess is my question Uh, okay so that's an easy thing am I healthy yet Shannon here's how you know right and so, so the, the original answer from a few minutes ago was you do want to do the therapy because I've never met anybody mm-hmm. who I've been able to talk out of doing whatever the hell it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. But guess what? If they're in my office on the Saturday or the Monday after their Saturday night date, mm-hmm. at least we can talk about red flags. We yeah. can talk about patterns. We can talk about what they went through in their marriage. And doesn't this look the exact same? Yeah. And they're not going to necessarily stop dating that guy, mm-hmm. but they can identify and do it differently. So how do you know that you're healthy enough? You date and you see those patterns becoming different yeah you're not picking the same guy oh my gosh I didn't pick a narcissist this time I didn't pick an alcoholic this time this is fantastic right, right. so you recognize that that's why the therapy is so important nobody's gonna like most people aren't gonna like cut themselves off and go to an ashram for two years and just solve themselves and then come out and pick the great guy most people don't do that right, <laughs> right, right. but so if you can go through it conscious date yeah. consciously go to your therapist every week go hey here's who I dated this week yeah. this felt this triggered me am I right that I got triggered yes that's healthy that's a red flag right. let's keep yeah. an eye on that so you learn and then you might like me I came to a point in my life where I'm like I cannot go into restaurants and look at restaurant managers and talk to them because my parents were restaurateurs and I want to date every restaurant you're, manager you're like, a drunk every restaurant every manager every restaurant manager I what? can't yeah you know what restaurant managers are they're hot. always hot they're hot they're always what hot is that? I don't know but I, I got to the point where I'd be like Yes. How's your dinner, ladies? I'm like, I would be like, it's fine. I'm with her. Thank you. Literally. To this day, I don't think I look at restaurant managers because I knew I couldn't Ryan, break the pattern. Ryan, are you hearing this? He knows. I couldn't break the pattern. Yeah. I couldn't break the pattern. So if I kept looking at, if I kept chatting them up and whatever, yeah. I was going to continue to date the restaurant manager that was never around at holidays, drank yeah. too much. And, you know, yeah. did a little cocaine on the side, just recreationally. <laughs> and that's, that was the guy that right. I was drawn to. Cause yeah. that was, you know, my parents were in the restaurant business right. and that was what I was comfortable and familiar with. Yeah. So I did, I had one restaurant manager in my life and then I, you know, you swore you those were, off. You, yes. You met the amazing bride. Now, how long have you, how long after my you My restaurant got manager was 19. <laughs> Stop. 19 to 21. Oh gosh. Yep. And never again. <laughs> Yep, my, now, my and how, but, but how long after your divorce did you and Brian meet? Gosh, six years. years. So that's the other question yeah. people have. Like, when will I meet the when, right one? Well, if you meet yeah. them the week after, it's sorry. not the right one. <laughs> right. Yes. Sorry. Hi, Zoe. <laughs> Usually the first one is not the right one, and I'll tell yeah. you why. Her phone is going to die, but I'll tell you why yeah, real quick. quickly. <laughs> it's called the pendulum swing. So yeah. if I divorce a engineer who's very peaceful but very logical and never does his feelings and then I go out with a band guy 
who's like crying as he's singing me a country song, mm -hmm. I'm probably not really attracted to that guy because if I was with an engineer to begin with, I like something about that. Yeah. So I'm going all the way to Wait the extreme. To Five years in, everybody's saying to me, he's so emotional. I just can't with this guy. Like, yeah. so when you go back and forth, which I did for six years, you find the middle. middle. So you're probably not going to pick right out of the box the perfect guy. You're going to go over here because mm -hmm. here's where you were. If you were with a quiet guy, you want a talker. But yeah. after three years, Suzanne, right? You're like, shut up. <laughs> right. right? And you want the guy that's like, <laughs> right. so... <laughs> you got to find the middle. So don't yeah. do the pendulum swing marriage because if you marry that second person, you're going to probably divorce that second again. person. Yeah. Right? So give divorce. it some time. Give it, it some time. Just yeah. give it some time. Yeah, just don't get... I mean, you can just still date them. Just yeah. don't get married. Give it some time. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, just don't, you know, yeah. like, oh my God, they're perfect. Be they're smart about like it. Yeah. Yeah, because you make really dumb decisions right after a divorce. I will tell you that. Mm -hmm. Or right after a separation, right after a divorce, you just aren't thinking... I was a crazy person. Yeah. I will admit that I was a crazy person and I made really bad decisions. Yes. But yes, yeah, so know, just don't make them permanent. Just don't make them permanent, right? Exactly. <laughs> don't make your bad decisions. Exactly. Entitled to bad decisions. Don't exactly. make them permanent. Don't make them permanent. <laughs> All right. And go see a therapist. Please. That's what you need. You or need a coach. A you know what? If you don't like therapists, go, go get a coach, coach, life coach, yeah. whatever. Someone that can, you can, you can talk through with some of your issues. Yeah. All right, go um, like us on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel, mm -hmm. go listen to our podcast, podcast. go, oh, Instagram. do you like our new microphone here? I really think that's really cool. I know, isn't yes. that cool? Yes, And um, And go sign up for our mailing list at yes. wyfwty.com. What she said. Can't <laughs> that's that. the acronym for what you're going to type. Yes. Okay, love you. <laughs> love you guys. Okay, love and you. be, you know, be gentle with yourself. If you are mm -hmm. going through a divorce, it is going to take time. It takes time. And lean on your girlfriends or your or your guy friends and build your you know, village. Build your village, you'll get through it. Yep. All right. Bye, bye guys.